0: When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts my eyes And something without warning, love
1: Bears heavy on my mind Then I look
0: at you, and the world's alright with me Just one look at you, and I know it's gonna be
1: the president and the vice president of IFPDA, that's the International Fine Print Dealers Association. We have David Tunick and we have Mary Ryan. They are both the president and vice president of this association. And we're going to talk to them about this fair and what we can expect this year in their 20 18th edition so i just wanted to say welcome david and mary how are you
0: thank you good morning
1: good morning mary are you there too
2: good morning i'm here
1: great and so we are um very happy to have both of you here we're very excited about this so the um the fine um print Art Fair will have its rendition this year starting October 25th through the 28th at the Jacob Javis Center. And uh, this is a very important organization because its mission is to champion printmaking. And a lot of people may not be familiar with that art form, and so they're here to talk a little bit about that, what that means, because it it does have uh, various... um, Uh, mediums associated with it, but also the various exhibitors who will be showcasing a lot of special works that we want all of our listeners to to view. So, David, we'll start with you as the president. How long have you been the president of the association?
0: Uh, Just about a year now, Savannah.
1: Okay. And how has it been being the president of this um, organization? How many members? It's
0: it's really been uh, exciting. I think that uh, we're at a perfect uh, time for uh, collectors uh, and and for museums uh, because there are an awful lot of contemporary artists and uh, major galleries that um, uh, use printmaking in exhibitions and, and in their art. And I see it as all... Uh, positive. i fairly involved with uh, old masters.
1: Oh, wow. Sorry for that interruption. Um, but um, tell us then, uh, uh, Mary, how long have you been the vice president of this association?
2: Um, I've been the vice president for the past three years. And you touched on Prince uh, as a medium. And I'd love to just talk about that for for a minute here, Mm -hmm. because I think even for established art collectors, the term print can be really confusing Mm -hmm. because print has many meanings outside of art. For example, like a type of lettering or handwriting, a poster from a museum. So those are just a few of the names that all go by print. But fine art prints are really just one of the many types of art that an artist chooses to make. And so at our fair, we really have the greatest fine art prints in the world that are on the market. And for some artists like um, Pablo Picasso, Edvard Blanc, Louise Bourgeois, Andy Warhol, the printmaking is just a huge part of their practice. So for, for people who are new to printmaking, you can think of it like photography or sculpture, and that printmaking can come in additions, so meaning that more than one can be made. Right. But there are many techniques that can be used, too. So that's just just to start off since you touched on printmaking at the beginning.
1: Okay, great. So um, you have now a, a lot of different exhibitors who are going to be at the Jacob Javis Center. And um, I wanted to let our audience know if you had any particular special works that you wanted us to look at or any particular Uh, artists uh, that you wanted us to to focus on so David um, why don't we start with you now just to let our audience know a little bit about David and I'm so happy that we have him joining us today David um, founded his gallery in 1966 and his gallery focuses primarily on old master prints and drawings from the 15th century to the mid-20th century, and he has worked with um, the Met, Uh, he's worked with Yale University Art Gallery, the Boston Museum of Fine Arts, he's been involved with art history for a very long time from his days uh, from Williams College and Columbia and the Met Museum and teaching at various institutions like NYU. So David, um, I know that you are also gonna be featuring some important works. And so why don't you tell us what works you're gonna be featuring and and then Mary can uh, chime in about other dealers who are also presenting other great works.
0: Sure, we're gonna have a range of uh, works of art on paper, prints and one or two drawings. Uh, from the Renaissance, from Albrecht Dürer, mm-hmm. uh, who was early uh, German Renaissance, um, right through um, uh, Munch, uh and mm-hmm. Warhol. And just to explain a little bit about those last two, we were very uh, fortunate to get from an estate uh, the Monk's Scream, which wow. arguably... The best known image in all of art in the world, even more than the Mona Lisa at this point.
1: All right, now that's and, your opinion. I, I know that's your that opinion.
0: Is, <laughs> that, is, that, that is definitely my opinion, <laughs> and I think it's right. I mean, every kid <laughs> uh, recognizes that that scream. They're on punching bags, T-shirts, uh, coffee mugs, and and so on. Uh, at any rate, we're very fortunate to have this work from uh, eighteen. 95 and its earliest uh, version of which there are uh 10 ten that we know of wow uh, seven or eight of them in museums so uh, this may be the last chance for a collector and then warhol uh,
1: wow this is a big year for warhol uh, too
0: as uh, a kindred soul uh, did a number of subjects uh looking at monks but mm-hmm. gives him a unique, gives them a unique Warhol kind of uh, very bright coloration and a much larger size. So we'll also have a, a Warhol Scream uh, at the fair, Savannah.
1: Yes, I mean this is such a big year for Warhol because you know the Whitney is also going to do that big blockbuster exhibition right at the the heel of your fair. So this is like great. I also know a little tiny museum, I'm going to give them a little bit of a shout out the Ukrainian Museum. They are showing some Warhol works as well. So this is a a very, very big year for Warhol. So I think this is fantastic that you're showing Uh, Warhol's version of The Scream. And uh, I think a lot of people love the work because they can easily identify with that particular work. And it, you know, it deals with so many ranges of emotions. So I think this is something worth uh, everyone coming to see. So Mary, why don't you tell us about a couple of other uh, works or dealers that you feel that we should be paying attention to? Okay, well I
2: think... uh One work I'm really looking forward to seeing, it's a new print by Tassa Dean, Mm -hmm. and it's going to require a 27-foot wall, and it's being brought by one of our members, whose name is Niels Bork-Jensen, who's from Germany. So I'm excited to see that. It's brand new. Mm -hmm. I'm also expecting to find some Charles White prints at the fair. Charles White has a huge show that just opened at the Metropolitan Museum. We may be having them on
1: the show, too. Uh, oh wonderful. yes, we're. I've been in talks with the Met. Um, the Met has always been very good to me, and uh, we hope to to actually do a segment about that retrospective. This, I think, is the first one the Met has actually organized, and so this is uh, a very important thing that uh, is happening uh, this year at the Met, and so we're very very excited about it. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, he
2: for, for Charles White. Printmaking was an enormous part of his practice. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're sure to find some of his work at the fair. I also think it will be a big year for B.S. Selman's yes. and also for Bruce Nauman. Both have major museum shows coming up. And again, these are artists who uh, spend a great deal of their practice on printmaking. And right. it could be in lithography or mezzotint or woodcut, um, But they'll be well represented throughout the fair by by different dealers who are from the United States and also from Europe.
1: Okay. And I just want our audience to know a little bit more about Mary. Uh, Mary Ryan has her own gallery. She also has a second gallery, uh, uh, Lee Ryan, that deals with uh, contemporary work. She is a founding member of IFPDA, uh, and I think you're the last um, living member that started the organization, correct?
2: Yes, I was the only. I was the youngest at the time, mm-hmm. and now I'm the, the only the only original one that's still alive from the first group because we were founded over 30 years ago. But it's really exciting to see that it's it's grown into this, I think, incredible international organization. Yes. We have over 160 members. And they really represent dealers who have the best expertise in our field of printmaking.
1: Yes. And she also, with her gallery, she um, deals with post-war and contemporary art, minimalism. That means minimalism, abstract expressionism, pop art. That caught my attention. Uh, also early century um, British and American artists, including, which I think is, you know, Just timely, you also deal with American radical political art from the 1920s and 40s. And in the last two years, we have seen (laughs) some uh (laughs) real interesting political times in our country no matter what your persuasion so i find that very very uh fascinating so this is good how the two of you kind of bridge both old and and new together and um you're showcasing the best in this um this genre so um Tell us a little bit, uh, David, about some things that we might um, also experience at the fair. Don't you have panel discussions that you're going to be doing and other types of activities in which the public can engage in?
0: Yes. Before I turn to that, let me mention a few more names um, of of artists that that visitors uh, will have the opportunity to see. Um, And names that I think most people will recognize, like Rembrandt and Goya, uh, Whistler, Mary Cassatt, Tegas, Manet, um, Matisse, Rauschenberg, Louise Bourgeois. It it really is um, a a kind of a museum for sale and in every price range. One of the things I love about the fair is that uh, a visitor can find something from the hundreds of dollars uh, well into the uh, seven figures. Okay. Uh, into, the low, into the low millions. Um, now, as to um, your your question, uh, there is a lecture okay. that is sponsored by the IFPDA Foundation. It's a conversation uh, with a curator uh, from the Met, with Jennifer Farrell. Okay. Um, uh, An artist will be interviewing her, Christiane Baumgartner. Uh, That's part of the fair. Um, Then there are also various prizes that are given out, uh, and the uh, public may attend those prize givings. One is a book award that the IFPDA makes to the outstanding publication in our field. Every year there, there is another interesting prize. Uh, foundation prize for $10,000 to uh, a, a museum. A museum is awarded the prize, and they're allowed to purchase any work at the fair as long as it's done before we close on, on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. There are two awards, um, again, from the foundation, the Jordan Schnitzer Family Foundation, uh, for uh, excellence in printmaking, uh to an emerging or underrecognized artist, there are two of those prizes at ten thousand dollars each. So that's all part of the program, and then we also have a program for our for our own dealers uh, on the social media. So it's it's very active from start to finish.
1: Okay. Now, Mary, tell us um, these various prizes that David just you know uh, told us about. How do they help? some of the dealers? Um, does it help them to reach more people? Does it help them to expand um, their platform to present uh, new works or to do research? How does this help them and um, what they would like to do?
2: I think that the, the prize is really just helped help expand the good word about printmaking. Mm-hmm. And we really are grateful to the to the partnerships that we have formed with the fair, Mm -hmm. like for this Jordan Schnitzer Family Foundation, Mm -hmm. because they actually underwrite the lecture. And then the prizes help the individual dealers, certainly with sales, Mm
0: -hmm. and they help
2: museums because they allow museums to increase um, their acquisitions. So it's very unusual. This is very unusual for a fair. Our, Our fair is one of the few non-profit fairs were run by our non-profit trade organization correct so we're really not in the business of selling real estate at the fair we're really promoting the great word about prints and and helping build collections so by having these prizes we hope to reach more um, new collectors artists dealers designers you know Curators around the world know about us. Over 80 museum groups come every year,
0: mm-hmm. and we
2: have more than 50 private small groups. Mm-hmm. But we're always welcoming people from, you know, different schools, different walks of life. Um, and I think the prize is just help get the
1: word out. Well, that's the reason why I wanted to talk about it. And both of you can chime in. It's just that, you know, the art world has always had a problem with conveying to the public that you do not have to have huge sums of monies in order to buy uh, a work of art, or to even start to collect Art and I always, um, because I curate art myself, I always advise people you can start, you know, simply with a photograph. But I, I also realize now there are other types of works that people can start to delve into that's not too expensive. Prints are one, ceramics is another, where folks can just start to begin to um, buy works, learn an artist, uh, follow them. Uh, Maybe even help their career if they're emerging. So that's what I want us to talk about now, how the public can start to enjoy um, collecting prints and they're, you know, they would find some gems, they would be surprised you know they might be able to get some very you know good or rare works and it's something that they can start to to do every day or a little bit per year and build a collection to share to showcase with families with friends and and that's what this is all about giving people that behind the scene perspective so that they can engage themselves so um, have you um, given talks or events or um, any sort of um, blogs uh, to tell people how they can start to begin to collect imprints?
0: Either one, of um, you can Savannah, just. I, I think your point is really well taken, and I'd like to add one one more thought to that, mm-hmm. which is that we are very very lucky mm-hmm. as uh, print dealers to still be able to offer masterpieces. Okay, If you think about the painting world or the sculpture world, it is very rare to find a true masterpiece on the market. And when there is one, a great masterpiece, uh, an awful lot of people and institutions jump on it Mm -hmm. and drive the uh, prices up to more and more record levels. In our field, you can still buy great masterpieces by uh, Picasso, uh, Goya, all the names that we've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's particularly exciting for both new collectors and very experienced collectors uh, to look at prints. And in a very, very crowded fair landscape, uh, the the print fair stands out as one of the last must visit must go to fairs in the whole world, Mm -hmm. especially uh, for people uh, in our field.
1: Okay. And and Mary, what about some of the stories behind some of these prints? Wouldn't you say that for potential collectors, that can sometimes be just as exciting as the works themselves?
2: I I do agree with you with the stories and the, the background. Behind an Artist makes everything more interesting. I mean, I think from the point of view of, of our fair, everyone has access. You know, for the price of a ticket, which mm-hmm. is $25 a day, mm-hmm. you can go in and who have never been before and you have access to the exact same expertise and works of art that places like MoMA, the Met, the Art Institute of Chicago, Crystal Bridges, British Museum, they all send their curators. Uh, to come to this fair to actually acquire work. Okay. So you as the visitor can attend the fair. You see the same works, you have the same shot at acquiring any of them that you like. Between the different 80 exhibitors, you have all kinds of like access to these stories. Mm-hmm. Like for me personally, I, I, I collect in different areas myself as well. One thing I discovered at the fair were Meiji period, you know, beautiful Japanese color woodcuts uh-huh. um, from the late 19th century to early 20th century. I didn't know anything about them, but they're really, they're beautiful and they're accessible. And I look forward to talking to the dealers who specialize in Japanese prints and learning a little bit about them at the fair every year. So yes, I think the stories behind them uh, make a big difference. And it also, I think, impacts other areas of life. If you're a collector, Mm -hmm. this is not just with prints, but any type of art collecting, that when you travel, you tend to seek out the you know museum shows, gallery shows that relate to that work of art. You might read more about it, and you have the great pleasure, I think, of, of living with an original work of art. And there's really nothing comparable. It it enhances your life.
0: Right. I mean, and, and go and, ahead, Savannah, And and at the fair, just to um, add a note to what Mary just said. The dealers are extremely approachable. Yes, I will have to agree. once a year with you. time. Mm-hmm. Once a year time when we get thousands upon thousands of visitors um, to tell these stories yes. that, that you both uh, mentioned, and they love being asked. They're all terrific experts in their own in their own field. So nobody should ever feel constrained from approaching a dealer and saying. Tell me about this object or that object. And I'm Um, glad you brought that
1: up, David, because I want Mm -hmm. our audience to understand that this is a wonderful opportunity where you get to talk to dealers and you can ask them all of these questions, the stories that come out. And I and I emphasizing the stories because it's it's just wonderful when you learn these little details like Goya. I've learned about Goya for years really because of the Hispanic Society that's right there at 155th Street on the borders of West Harlem and Washington Heights, and the little secrets that I learned about the artists and the people that were in his lives. When you hear all of these stories, it's, it's just, you know, it opens your eyes to different worlds, possibilities, and even travel, where it might even encourage people to travel, or even if they've been to these countries, to re, you know, view them in a, in a different sort of way. So um, I'm, we're getting ready to wrap up uh, uh, soon for this segment to talk about this print fair. So why don't you tell us, uh, David, uh, again, when is the fair going to take place?
0: Uh, the fair opens on Wednesday night, October 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets for that are $100. 100 uh, the curators come to that. Um, all the uh, top collectors come to that. They literally come from all over the country, all over the world. Uh, and then the main run of the fair is uh, uh, opens the next day um, on Thursday, October 25th at uh, noontime. And the hours are uh, 12 to 8, uh, Thursday through Saturday. And then our last day on Sunday, uh, noontime, noontime to 6.
1: Okay, great. And then, Mary, um, you would advise that our listeners hit your website, and your website is the uh, Fine um, Print No, it's, it's, it's Print Fair.
2: Uh-huh. Y- yes, printfair.com. Printfair.com. And if like follow us at, please follow us at Instagram and post, and that would be at i f p d a
1: okay see this is how we incorporate social media because people don't realize you know go to the fairs and if you're just trying to get your feet wet Take pictures, share them, you know, with family, friends, compare images. This is how you begin your education, your your love of art. It's by engagement.
2: So I just wanted may to. I add, Savannah, may, may I add just one, one point I wanted sure. to make quickly is that mm-hmm. so many artists are repeat visitors. So, if, mm. you know, artists such as Kiki Smith and Donald Sultan, Alex Katz, Julie Maratou, William Kentridge, these are the kind of artists that come to our fair as well, as oh. well as students and people just starting out. And most of them collect and buy art for themselves at the fair. So okay. if, if you're interested, you're likely to see the artists as well.
1: See, that's exciting to know, too. You get to see celebs that are coming in just like you. Um, getting their, you know, chance to purchase works or to view works or to learn stories, too. So I just want to thank the two of you for joining us today to telling us about this important fair and how the public can engage, and um, I will be there myself. So thank you so very, very much. Oh,
2: thank you, Shavonna.
1: Okay, Thank then. you
2: very much for having us.
1: Thank you. bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay.
0: Okay. You there, Mary?